the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to our show where we talk about retirement planning. And Eric is right here in Silicon Valley. He's been helping people have remarkable retirements for nearly 30 years now. And his mission is to protect you from high fees, taxes, using strategies that will provide you with a plan for lifetime income. So retirement, it's kind of like the sound of freedom to do what you want to do when you want to do it for the rest of your life. And as we celebrate our nation's Independence Day this weekend, that's our topic, how you can achieve and celebrate your own financial independence in retirement. Let me give you his phone number. It is 800-454-1184. Call that number, set up an appointment with Eric complimentary 800-454-1184 and of course you can find him online anytime at wealthcreatorradio.com Eric hello there and happy 4th of July well happy 4th of July to you and yeah it's a great time to be celebrating the the country's independence and this year of course is probably a little bit more than normal since uh, we've had a lot of uh turmoil in the last year with COVID and weirdness of all the election stuff and all that. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's good to be uh, moving forward and on. Right. Now this year does feel a lot, I think, better than 2020, especially this celebration. You know, last 4th of July was so different. Is there anything you're looking forward to celebrating with your family this year, maybe that you didn't get to do last year? Well, our neighborhood has a uh, you know little parade that we've done for 35 years, maybe 40 years now in our neighborhood. So uh, last year was canceled, and so it'll be great to have that back. Have the big, huge barbecue, or you know, we get three or four hundred people in, in the park, and what? Uh, you know, so so it's always good, and you know, good way to go. And uh, it's nice that all that's back. Uh, the downtown fireworks are not back, so it'll be downtown illegal fireworks, which sucks. <laughs> but <laughs> so, illegal, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that, that's the only drawback is they didn't have that one planned out ahead of time yeah. enough. But uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be great this year to to see stuff, you know, coming back to normal and and uh, moving forward. I agree. And I love the 4th of July parades, all the homemade uh, floats and everything. You guys going to do a float, Eric? No. I mean, most one son at home right now. So, uh, you know, they used to do a lot more stuff. Yeah. But, you know, the, the okay. scouts usually do something in the parade. And, oh, okay. You know, just ride bikes or do something. So. And speaking of scouts, you guys just did a huge thing. Uh, tell us about that. Yeah, no, I just spent a week in, Saint, in uh, well, mostly actually sailing around St. John uh, next to St. Thomas and uh, for the Sea, sea Scouts for a uh, high adventure camp for, for our troop. And uh, I was one of the volunteer leaders. It's a tough job to, you know, hang out and snorkel and hike and, <laughs> you know, but somebody had to step up to the plate and, you know, and, and take on that role. So I was able to do it and stuff with a couple other dads. And, uh, yeah, that no, was great, great to get out. And, uh, you know, I think more people definitely need to be. Heading out and having fun. Right. Okay. Well, that sounds like it's so exciting. And I love that they have a high adventure badge. I didn't even know that. So I want to talk about the people that you meet with every single week planning for their retirement. Do words like independence and freedom come up much when you talk to them about their hopes and dreams? Well, now it's, I mean, people in their, even their 
late twenties, early thirties are, are talking to me about uh, wanting to be financially independent and, and free to do what they want to do, not have to do. And you know, I, I think that's kind of more of the definition today of retirement. It's not what it once was, which was you know get that lifetime check and sit on the porch and hang out, or you know get that boat, go to the lake, or go fishing. It can still be some of those things, but. For a lot of people, it's more just about, hey, I don't have to work. Now maybe I'll do a job for fun because I don't want to just be at home. I want to be doing stuff still. So it could be a lots of different things. I think it goes down to the key of having that freedom to know that you have enough money. And that's a tough one, right? Because how do you know when you have enough money? What is enough? Uh, and that's a term that's really different for everybody. You know, if if you are somebody who just wants to go fish and you already own a boat and stuff like that, and you're not going to go very far, then maybe yeah, you can retire a lot less. If you're somebody who wants to travel the world and do lots of different cool things, then yeah, it costs more money, right? Knowing what that number is, knowing how much you need to have. Uh, it, a lot of times people will ask me, well, what is that number? You know, is it a million dollars? Is it, you know, this number? Is it that number? It really depends on your situation, depends on what kind of income sources. And, and once you know you've got enough to meet most all your needs the rest of your life, then you're financially free. You know, it's nice, right? Because then you're just kicking back and you could, you know, be hanging out on that sailboat and just having fun and not having to be worried about stuff. Right. So, yeah, retirement, I think to all of us means having the freedom, you know, to do what we want when you want to do it. Walk us through how you help them understand, you know, how they can achieve that. Walk us through the steps you take them through, please. Yeah. So really our our process is uh, called creating the blueprint to worry less wealth. And why we call it worry less wealth is because my mom always worried about this and that for retirement. And so I wanted to have a process where people could worry less, you know, kick back like I was on the sailboat. And fortunately, it was a scout trip, so there's no Mai Tais, but, <laughs> but kicking back and, and enjoying things. And, and the way you know how to do that is first and foremost, have an income plan. So that income plan says how much you're going to have throughout the rest of your life, what sources, what tax classification. So if it's, you know, IRA, 401k, any of those things, social security, they all have different tax ramifications. So looking at all that, what's the net after tax spendable money with inflation that you'll have for the rest of your life? And will it run out at 75 or 95? Big difference, right? Mm, (laughs) So that's one of the first steps. And then from there, what you want to do is you really want to look at, you know, where are my investments, right? What's that risk level? What's that volatility craziness? Um, you know, we did have some pretty stormy day on the, the last day of our, our trip. And when we were going back to St. Thomas and, you know, those seas were definitely getting a lot rougher. And uh, thankfully, I had some nice prescription uh, <gasps> seasickness medication. So, uh, you know, but if are you on the crazy you know, huge waves of investments, meaning super volatility, very high risk, or are you on the nice calm morning, you know, sea where, where it's barely moving and stuff? Um, you know, what do you want to be in retirement? Well, typically you want to have less risk. So that way, you know, that money's going to always be there. You know, so you want to know that ahead of time, you want to know what tax risk, how much tax liability you have coming out of there, how to minimize that from not just for one year, but the rest of your life. And then, of course, you know, need to know where health care is coming from. You know, are you going to need long-term care? Are you going to need, you know, some way to pay for all those extra costs that Medicare doesn't, you know, cover? So you need to talk about all that. And then lastly, who gets your stuff, the legacy aspect, not just your assets, but what values and, you know, how is that going to affect the next generation? So once you have that all written down in a quick little plan, you'll know what course you're headed. 
uh, just like when I was out there sailing in the Caribbean, you know, we wanted to know where the rocks are, where the shallow spots are, where things are going. And, you know, if all of a sudden we crossed over the British Virgin Islands, we would have actually been crossing the border and they're very right now shut down for COVID and <laughs> we would have actually had their border patrol coming after us probably. So uh, we got close one point. So you need to know where those boundaries are. You need to know where those directions are. And, and that's what having a plan does. Uh, you know, that's what our process is all about is, you know, really knowing how to get you closer to that financial independence part. And, you know, that that's the key, I think, for most people is really knowing that if they're close or far, I mean, sometimes it's bad news, right? <laughs> sometimes you look at the weather forecast and you go, oh, this really sucks. <laughs> that happens, right? I mean, weather happens and things happen in retirement. So you want to know that information, good or bad, how close or how far you are to that financial independence part. And once you have that, oh my gosh, it is so easy to, you know, to live life, to not worry as much, to know what you have to do. And that's up to you if you want to work with us to help fix those issues or not. So again, if you want to give us a call, all you have to do is set up a time online and, or just by giving us a call at 800-454-1184. You can call or text 800-454-1184 or book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. And we are not done yet. Eric has a lot more to get to, so stick around for more of Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. We'll be right back. When it comes to your retirement, your money matters. Text CHECKLIST today to 800-454-1184. That's CHECKLIST to 800-454-1184. You're listening to Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. Eric is here to offer you some help with your retirement strategy. Now, if the thought of outliving your savings keeps you up at night, do not worry, you're not alone, all right? That fear of outliving retirement savings is the number one fear of most retirees. So today we're going to discuss how we can help address some of the biggest money concerns in retirement. Eric, what would you say are the biggest concerns that your clients have about retirement? Well, obviously, the what you just said there, the outliving your, your money is, is always a big, huge one. Yeah, always going to be a nervous thing. And, and just the fact of not having a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, the funniest one I probably ever heard was um, one of my clients kind of compared it to Wiley Coyote when he runs off that cliff and he's running in the air before he falls. And, you know, somehow he always stays upright and <laughs> doesn't fall for a while and then finally falls. Uh, that's what it kind of felt like when he first retired because of, you know, where's the money going to come? Where, you know, how do you know, there's no set check and all that stuff. And, you know, the, the other thing, of course, is, you know, healthcare and taxes. Um, you know, healthcare is going up, taxes will be going up. Uh, those are both things we don't want to have to go up. You know, you want your portfolio to go up, right? Interest rates to go up. <laughs> those <laughs> things don't always necessarily work out as much as uh, taxes and healthcare going up, right? So that's one of the the other big scares for a lot of people right now is especially with what the government's given away and the growth of the national debt. And if you ever go to usdebtclock.org, you can see the latest debt numbers. And, you know, it's astounding how fast that thing's grown. And so that's one of the things that, how are they going to pay that back, right? I mean, this is stuff that, we, you know, the government keeps putting stuff on the credit card and, you know, they're, they're not even making the minimum payment. You know, they're just doing interest <laughs> only. And so how's that going to play out in the end, right? And, you know, our tax is going to keep going up and they're very likely to. So the more stuff that you can move to tax-friendly, tax-free, 
the better off you're going to be because then you know how much money is yours. The part that people don't always think about is the fact that, you know, if you've got a house and you've got a mortgage, you know how much equity you have. I don't ever hear anybody talking about how much equity they have in their 401ks, their IRAs. They just talk about their balance. Oh, that balance ain't yours. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's the U.S. government standing in the way, and odds are your state, especially here in California, is going to take a big chunk. So, how is that going to play out? And if those numbers change, it doesn't matter if you earned a whole bunch more money because they're going to take a bigger percentage, and that may actually eat up a lot of your earnings. So, yeah, those are things that people need to have a plan for, really. So many of us don't have pensions anymore. That's just kind of a thing right now that's been happening. How do you know? How does someone know if they've saved enough and they're not going to outlive their money? Well, those are kind of two different things, right? Saved enough and outliving your money. You may have (laughs) saved enough, you thought, but then you may still outlive your money, right? Because healthcare and other things get, as things improve, we might live longer. And you also might just start spending more. So where you thought you had enough and then all of a sudden you... You know, started buying, uh, you know, one, like my dad did, had one RV that he bought. And then, you know, his brother, my uncle said, your RV is too small. So he bought another one, which was dumb. (laughs) And uh, there's things that people do in retirement, you know, where they do it for fun. And then they kind of keep spending, keep spending. And then all of a sudden, five, 10 years later, they're like, hold it. How much money do you have left? Uh, Where they may have had enough, but you know, things didn't work out right or they spent too much, right? And so one of the ways that you can, you know, you can actually kind of build your own pension, uh, you know, that is probably one of the things that I think most people have to do. I mean, if you look at a lot of these academic studies, especially in financial planning, kind of trade journal type stuff, a lot of stuff that university type people have done, almost all of these say there's no way for you to successfully retire without having some guaranteed lifetime income beyond Social Security. So if you don't have that pension, so Social Security is an annuity, a pension's a form of an annuity. Um, if you don't have, you know, if you don't want to only depend on the government and you don't have a pension from other some other source, that means you need an annuity. A annuity means a series of, of payments for the rest of your life. You need one of those for yourself. And more and more people need those. And so that's one of the big keys. And there's a lot of ins and outs, a lot of tricks, a lot of little things, little gotchas that you have to watch out for, especially if you're variable annuities almost never make sense for this type of planning. Really, we're talking about the fixed and typically fixed index type. Um, And, you know, there's a lot of great tools out there, but you got to make sure it's the right one for your time frame and for what you want. And does it grow or does it stay flat and stay, you know, there's a lot of different ins and outs. But, you know, that's one of the things that we can do here at, at Heckman Financial is we can actually help you figure out how much that income security is, you know, how, how much money are you going to have? You know, what, what's going to be that cash flow from all the investments that you have coming in? And is it going to be enough? We can only do with so much with what you got, right? So it's kind of like, you know, you can only have that engine run so fast and at peak performance. Um, so how do we get that up to that level? And what is that number? And is it good enough? If it's not good enough, then you may have to work a little bit longer, right? So or or change some analysis or, you know, retire someplace cheaper, right? So there's a lot of things you can do. But knowing that ahead of time is, is the big critical factor. So, you know, if you want to get that income security analysis to make sure you go, oh, man, we know we're actually set. And 
boy, for my clients that know that, it is amazing how much less stressed they are. And, and that's why we call our process the blueprint to worry less wealth is because we want you to worry less. Uh, there's plenty of stuff in the world to worry about. <laughs> let's, let's try to make your portfolio one less one. So again, if that's something you want to take advantage of, uh, you know, right now we're not charging any fee or any planning costs for, for doing this initial study. So what we'll do is we'll have a first meeting. We'll just go through that. We can do a quick phone call if you want, um, you know, or do a little bit longer one. We can do it in person or on Zoom. And again, we'll first find out what's your, what are you worried, what's your concerns, and then we're going to build that income investment, tax, a healthcare and legacy plan. And you have one already. You just don't know what it is. So we'll show you what you have. And then we'll tell you, hey, here's some issues that you have. Here's some things that you might want to fix. And that's up to you if you want to take action or not. But you know, once you have that data, once you know that, you're going to be so much more comfortable and so much more knowledgeable. So it's a great thing to do, great thing to take care of yourself. So why don't you give us a call, 800-454-1184. Just leave us a message and we'll give you a call back at 800-454-1184. Or you can book an appointment online at wealthcreatorradio.com. So Eric, tell us then where Social Security fits into your overall process when you're planning a retirement plan. Well, obviously it is a big chunk of change. I mean, people kind of sometimes say it's ah, it's not that much money, but if you often figure out how much you'd have to have in the bank or in some sort of investment portfolio to, to equal that money, it's a, probably about a half million dollars. So yeah, it, it's definitely important. Um, it's part of that income plan. It's, it's part of that stable, steady income money. But a lot of times that gap is so big, we need to have some other sources of guaranteed lifetime income. So we hunt that down. We create that for people. And that way they don't have to worry and depend on the stock market so much. I mean, if you're worried about the stock market day to day for for the rest of your lifetime and how it affects your paycheck, you know, your money to live on, that's not going to be a good lifestyle. That will not be a fun retirement if you're having to see what, what you can do today, depending on what the market did that morning or that night before, right? So yeah, you, you don't want to do that. So you want to have some some good foundational income coming in with Social Security and some other guaranteed lifetime money. You want to have some steady income money that's paying some good, you know, four, five, six, seven percent dividends on on ideally a monthly basis that's not in the market. And then have the money in the market, um, you know, but most people have it all backward, you know, when, when you're working. So, you know, you got to fix that balance and that's really key. And so that's why we have the blueprint to worry less wealth that we can create for people. Again, all you have to do is if you want to do that, no cost right now, we're, we're waiving the planning fee for radio listeners or podcast listeners. So, you know, just give us a call. 800-454-1184. Again, 800-454-1184. Or you can go online and book an appointment right directly there at wealthcreatorradio.com. Do you find yourself thinking about your nest egg a lot? You know exactly how much you've saved, but is it all yours? Taxes may be your biggest retirement risk. Eric Heckman at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services is hosting a special tax-savvy webinar. During this webinar, Eric will discuss how recent legislation could affect your 401k or IRA. If a Roth is right for you and other tax strategies designed to benefit you, not the IRS. Learn how to get your retirement plan aligned with today's tax and market realities. Reserve your spot today for this exclusive webinar. Reservations are required, so RSVP today at WealthCreatorWebinar.com. That's WealthCreatorWebinar.com. Don't pay more in taxes than you have to. WealthCreatorWebinar.com. 
Heckman.com. Heckman Financial and Insurance Services may not give tax advice. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. I'm Luann Fulmer. Eric is president of Heckman Financial, where their mission is to get you to and through a worry-less wealth retirement. And their strategies can help you in minimizing fees, lowering your tax costs, things like that. Because wouldn't you like to worry less? And one of the things that's likely to weigh heavily on your mind is your concern about the high cost of health care in retirement. It's no wonder because Fidelity estimates that the average 65-year-old couple can expect to spend $285,000 on health care in retirement. That doesn't even include the cost of long-term care. Let's go over again what some of the strategies are that you use to help cover health care costs in retirement. Well, probably the simplest one is just what you said knowing about it, right? One of the worst things that happens is, um, you know, is surprises, right? A lot of people in retirement like RVs. And when we bought our used RV, one of the first things that bought it was an extended warranty. They come out and inspect your RV to make sure, you know, everything's in working condition. So you don't, you know, screw them over, I guess, or whatever <laughs> you want to call it, you know, have all a bunch of claims. And, um, Literally, like four days later, our stairs that retract and open and close stopped mm-hmm. working. And a couple of days after that, our one AC unit went out. So <laughs> then had to heavily question me about you know, about what, what happened. Was this broken before? I'm like, no, you guys had your guy inspect yeah. it. It worked then. It just was luck of the draw. Thankfully, we, thankfully we've known enough people with RVs that there's a lot of issues that go along with those because it's kind of like your house, but bouncing down the street and <laughs> taking a lot of abuse, right? So that was one of the good things that we're very glad that I bought that now and, and it's helping cover a lot of those repair costs. And and same thing with, with healthcare. I mean, if you don't have that in the in the budget, it can really mess you up. I mean, I have one client who's been very frugal. They kind of just like to hang out. They're not people who travel a ton or anything. And you know, she was saying that since her house paid off and stuff, she figures she live on three thousand a month, which Seemed pretty amazingly low to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she had not even counted Medicare premiums. Oh, dear. <laughs> and Medicare supplement, <laughs> let alone any health cost at all ever. She's like, well, we're healthy, right? Uh, yeah, but things change. And, you know, so, yeah, you have to not only have, because a lot of us have your your work paying for your coverage, right? So when you talk about, oh, my pay, you know, my take-home check is, you know, whatever. If you need take-home pay of of Seven thousand in retirement, but you're paying for your health care before that take-home pay. Well, you need to add that back in, and for most people, that's going to be at least five hundred a month, if not more. And so, for a married couple, yeah, you're talking at least a thousand a month, and then we're, that's you know that's part of the two hundred eighty-five thousand, but that's also not counting you know copays and you know prescriptions and all those fun things, right? And, you know, dental can be very expensive in, in retirement also because usually you don't get much of a dental plan, if any. Those are things that you need to be planning on because if you don't have those and then all of a sudden you get surprised, well, guess what? That starts really messing up your budget and your planning because 
you know, I, I had one client, she wanted to make sure when she was in the casket, her smile was really big because she had $28,000 <laughs> in her mouth and she liked to call it, um, oh, no. <laughs> you know, from her, from her dental, dental work. work. Yeah. 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 $28,000 in one year of oh, dental work. Yikes. How many people have that in their budget? Uh, you know, that yeah. might not even be your, tra- you know, that might be more than your travel budget for two years, let alone, <laughs> you know, did you have that at all in there? So those are the things that can really get you. And then, of course, if you have to cash that in out of a portfolio, well, what does that cost you for the next 10, 20 years? Because that money's not going to grow because you spent it. That's a lot of money, for, for, you know, gone. So again, yeah, having that as part of your budget and part of the plan, I think that's probably the most critical thing. There's not much you can do about it. We don't know how much it's going to be or, you know, how much it's going to cost, but at least you have it allocated and, you know, then at least you're not going to be as shocked. So, Eric, I have kind of a two-part question here. What kinds of health care costs does Medicare cover? And then how can we account for the rest of those expenses? Yeah, so Medicare is goofy. It, it covers very specific things like how many pints of blood and how many, you know, wow. it's literally everything. Well, I think they still say there's a book. I don't know if there's a real book anymore. It's probably all online. But, you know, originally they, they, they would tell you if it's not in this book, it, it doesn't, you know, get covered. Medicare covers the baseline stuff, right? So so everybody gets, you know, part A, which is free, and that's kind of just your hospital stuff. And then part B is kind of more, you know, more procedure and doctor stuff. And then pretty much everybody has to buy some sort of supplement. It could either be one where, you know, you're getting one of these Advantage plans where it's an HMO and you have to go to their doctors and their list or one you're paying for and and so that helps you cover a lot of stuff. But again, there's still co-payments, there's still deductibles, or you know, it's just basically getting back to where you were today, kind of when you're working. And that's all the regular stuff. It does not cover anything in terms of stuff that's not medical, that's chronic. So if you're getting better, if it's something you're improving from, they'll still help pay for that. If it's something you're not getting better from, then they'll stop paying for that. So that's when long-term care kind of kicks in. So there's a thing called tabling off. So if you're not improving by so many days, they'll at some point say, you've tabled off, you're off the Medicare, now it's on to you to pay for it. So a lot of places nowadays, especially hospitals, don't want you in there. It's super super expensive. So they'll kick you out to a long-term care facility or nursing home or rehab facility and if you're not getting better, then they'll stop paying for it. But you're still there and you're still, you know, paying maybe a, several hundreds, if not almost, a, you know, well, not quite a thousand a day, but most of those places are anywhere from six to 12,000 a month. Right. So yeah, then, then it's on to you to pay for those costs. So, you know, again, that's one of those things, is, you know, how can you solve that problem? Long-term care insurance used to be a good thing, but oh my gosh, I've had clients have a hundred percent rate increases. You have plans that they bought 10, 15, 20 years ago. And so, yeah, it's really scary of how huge those costs are. And I think the scariest thing is the surviving spouse, the healthy spouse that may live for 20, 30 years after somebody had an illness. And maybe they burn through three hundred to $500,000 of their assets. Well, they're not going to have quite the same retirement without that money there. So again, there are some great solutions um, that are more hybrid type ways to go about it to get you that long-term care protection, but not having to buy a long-term care policy. And so, you know, again, that comes in with with planning. And so, yeah, if, if you want to set the time down and say, okay, how's, how can I get this some 
protection from long-term care without having to buy a long-term care insurance policy that's not guaranteed. I want something that's going to be there for me that I know is going to be there and not going to raise the rates. So there are options out there. Yeah, so that's something we can help you with and we can do it as part of the plan or if you just want to find out more about this option, you know, either way. But, you know, just set up a phone call with us and we can kind of go over that there. Uh, again, the phone number is 800-454-1184 and we'll spend 15, 30 minutes, you know, whatever we need to, to, to kind of go over your issues and see if going to a second appointment would make sense or not. So again, give us a call 800-454-1184 or you can book an appointment online at wealthcreatorradio.com. All right, Eric, let's recap the biggest concerns that retirees have. Again, tell us what they are. Uh, well, definitely running out of money and, uh, you know, how am I going to get this income? And then is healthcare going to eat up everything and leave me with nothing? You know, what are the, the choices you have? And, you know, really, you got to have a plan. I mean, it sucks. It's one of those things where, you know, it's like, how do you lose weight and get healthy? Uh, well, you eat better and exercise. Okay, beyond that, <laughs> right? Yeah. It's like, nah, yeah, yeah no, there, there's no magic pill yet to, to, to do it. Everybody's waiting for that one. And dang, that, that'll be a huge stock whenever that somebody <laughs> figures that one out. Um, but yeah, in, in the meantime, no, you, you got to do it the old fashioned way of, you know, taking time and doing it. So when you're talking about financial planning and money, it's all about having that income plan, a written income plan, and then figure out how your investments should be tied to create that income plan. What tax options are you doing? How are you going to lower your taxes for the rest of your life, not just this year? And then healthcare issues and legacy issues. And that's the five areas we go over for people. Create that plan, show them what path they're on right now, and then say, hey, here's the way you should be changing things. It's up to you if you want to take action or not. So Again, if that's something that uh, you know that you want to do and take action on, all you have to do is give us a call, 800-454-1184. Again, 800-454-1184. Or you can book directly online at wealthcreatorradio.com. Coming up next, we're hitting the streets to ask what's on your minds about retirement. So stay with us. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. If something's worth doing, it's worth doing right. There's a particular time of life this phrase couldn't be more appropriate. How can you know you'll live the retirement you've always imagined? After all, life can be so unpredictable. You've worked hard and saved. Watch your accounts go up and down with the market. Your advisor says, don't worry, you'll be fine. But you still don't feel confident. Eric Heckman at Heckman Financial has a checklist to help you find out if you're on the right track for retirement. Take his checklist challenge. If you can check all the boxes with confidence, you may be ready for retirement. If not, Eric can help you address any potential costly mistakes. To get Eric Heckman at Heckman Financial's complimentary checklist, call or text LIST to 800-454-1184. See if you've got it right. Take the checklist challenge today. Call or text LIST to 800-454-1184. Firm offers insurance services. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principle. Welcome back to Wealth Creator Radio. This is Eric Heckman, and I've got my monthly contributor, Drew Frampton, here from O2 Mortgage, and we're going to be talking about credit scores, that good, bad, who knows what thing that is, <laughs> right? All that stuff, Drew. And I swear, it seems like every credit card now says, hey, we'll show you your credit score and stuff, but I know those aren't always necessarily the same credit score that really is for mortgages and other things. So yeah, why don't you, I guess, 
sort of start from the basics, right? What What is the credit score? How do they come up with it? And why is it something you really want to pay attention to? Yeah, I mean, the history behind the credit score is pretty interesting because every year it seems like they become more and more important. I, um, I've been doing this for not too long, loans in general, right? I, I work for O2 Mortgage, which is a mortgage company. We pull a lot of credit. And when I first started, I mean, you'd ask somebody, hey, can I pull your credit? And say, yeah, I think I know what that is. And now today it's, oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> uh, I, you know, I watch this pretty closely and I want to make sure that, you know, before we pull anything, I want to know what the impact is, which is a great question and conversation to have. So yeah, let's start with the basics. You know, what is a credit score? And there's there's a lot of uh, different terms out there like FICO and uh, credit and credit report. And, you know, you can is a credit report the same as a credit score? So let's first start with FICO. So a, a FICO score, it's kind of the name brand of the credit world, right? Uh, it's actually named after a company, in, right? Exactly. Yeah. It's a, it's an abbreviation for the Fair Isaac Corporation. So it's Fair Isaac FI, the corporation is the co, so FICO. And it's a three-digit number based on the information of your credit report, right? And that that number is supposedly uh, a way to summarize your credit profile and how likely you are to repay your debts. Lenders really like this tool because it's a fast, convenient way for them to get a quick snapshot of your past and your current credit makeup. Gone are the days where we would call the you know, local grocery store and say, hey, you know, has so-and-so paid their bills on time? And the landlord, you know, we just pull a credit score and we get the information of your, your past. I, I know there's a couple different things that you have to watch out for on your credit score. You know, I know one thing is like if you have a credit card, it's good. Um, but if you have too many, it's bad. If you close out one, sometimes it can also be bad. So kind of maybe kind of enlighten us of, of what the current uh, rules are, because I know some of these things have kind of ebbed and flowed over time and, and you know, make sure people know what, what is important to be kind of watching for and not watching for. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, it's, it's really important to know, um, it, just be aware that these do change as credit behaviors change. Uh, so it is kind of a moving target, but the, the overall kind of high level view is the number one impact to your scores are going to be your payment history, right? So make your, make your payments on time. It's not Set up the auto uh, minimum payments. I do that on all mine, just in case you screw up something. If you get that auto minimum payment, you'll never have a late payment. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, you go on vacation, forget a bill. Yeah. Your, your auto pay goes out. Um, that's huge. You know, that, and it's actually, if you do miss a payment, it's one of the hardest things to get fixed, even if it was an error, uh, is a late payment. So certainly just pay on time and you don't have to spend the grief of trying to get that repaired. So that's about 35% of your credit score is payment history. The next thing is just how much you have uh, owed, right? So a big part of that is the revolving credit. So we call credit cards revolving credit because it's, you know, you have a certain amount that you can borrow and you take out a percentage of that. If you can stay at 50% or below and really the sweet spot's about 30% or below your max credit limit, that's going to be a benefit. And that's about so, 30%. So if you got, if you got 10 K credit card, Limit and you know, limit. You never want to have it over three thousand. Ideally, is what you're kind of saying, right? Yeah, and you know that kind of ebbs and flows as you use something, and you might have a big purchase here or there. 
Um, but but the general rule of thumb is, yeah, if you can keep it at a low amount, that's a, a really helpful thing. And if you're comfortable with it, a, a good way to, to go about this is if you are spending more on a monthly basis um, than the 50%, you can always reach out to your credit card company and ask for an increase in your line limit. Or have use a separate one and still keep it low. You know, in terms yeah, of yeah, yeah, you kind of spread you know, it over in terms a of balance to yeah, exactly. uh, available credit, credit score or payment history is thirty five percent, thirty percent. You're saying the the mm-hmm. balance, the to, amount owed or credit utilization is yeah. the, the industry term for that. And then the smaller amounts are length of history. If you just opened up a credit card two years ago, you might have a decent credit score, but fifteen percent of that is based on history, right? And if you've had a credit uh, history of 30 years, well, you're going to have a lot more history, right? And so you have more time to make mistakes. And if you haven't made any mistakes, your score is going to be that much better. So that's about 15% of your credit scores. 10%, how many new accounts you have open over the last couple of years. And then the, the last item is uh, the credit mix. And I would say this is probably the least important, um, but it is about 10% of your credit scores. And that's you know, how many different types of credit do you have? You know, Do you have a mortgage and a car loan and a credit card? Um, I wouldn't put too much uh, weight in this and they don't either because I've seen people who have just one mortgage and no credit cards at all and have excellent credit. Um, I've seen people with you know just one credit card, no car loans um, and have excellent credit. So it's not a huge factor, but it's something to be aware of. And again, we're talking with Drew Frampton from O2 Mortgage about credit scores and what you need to know. And so, yeah, so what are some tips and tricks on uh, things to be looking for? What are some other things we should be doing? Yeah, um, what I would say is everyone's credit profile is going to be different because you're different, right? And your, your, your behavior is going to be different than somebody else. Um, so know that there's some rules of thumbs out there. Um, but at, at the end of the day, you know, just, I, I would say, don't try to manipulate your credit scores. Just, just try to be, you know, financially smart about things. Um, but it's really good to understand how your credit is made up. Credit scores are made up. Like you had mentioned, you know, not closing out accounts that have long histories, right? Because you'll lose out on that history. Something I tell a lot of my clients is, hey, you know, you, you haven't used this credit card in a while. The creditor may actually close out this account because you're not using it. So maybe put, you know, a small recurring bill like a Netflix bill or a cell phone bill or something on there and just auto pay it, right? So you have that kind of act active uh, use of it. So your creditor doesn't, doesn't just, you know, voluntarily cancel it. Um, the other thing is around applying for credit, right? So I pull a lot of people's credit and a big question is always, you know, is this going to hurt my scores? Cause I'm going to have a hard inquiry. There are a couple things to be aware of. Um, if you are going to get your, your credit pulled, um, by multiple lenders, do it all in a small amount of time, right? So do it within, usually people say 30 days, but the shorter the window, the better, um, and then the other thing is there's actually two types of credit polls that can, can be had. Uh, one is the hard inquiry, right? We, we pull it because you're applying for credit. And then the other one's actually, it goes on behind the backgrounds a lot of times, um, but it's when you're not truly applying for credit just yet, right? So your employer might actually pull your credit um, as part of the hiring process. Um, your credit card companies may pull credit occasionally just to make sure things haven't changed since when you applied. 
And those are called soft inquiries. So there's a difference between a hard inquiry that will hurt your scores uh, and a um, and a soft inquiry that wouldn't hurt your scores. It's just more of just kind of taking a view in, but saying to the bureaus that we are not applying for credit just yet. And the reason behind all of this, the reason why the credit score does take into fact applying for credit is that it's a pretty good indicator if uh, you have many, many credit pulls um, over a handful of months, uh, that that increases the risk of bankruptcy and not paying back debts. So your process is really to help people figure out, okay, hey, if I want to buy a house or if I want to refinance and all that stuff, and I've got questions, you know, that's why the credit's so important. So yeah, if somebody does want to give you a call and say, hey, I'm looking to refi or maybe looking to finally jump into the home market, um, you know, what, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you and, and kind of go over this process? Give us a call on the phone, 408-610-3210. Again, that's 408-610-3210. And as you said, we like to educate our clients. So if you've got questions about you know, your credit score or FICOs, uh, we're, we're here to help. O2 Mortgage. And you can also find a link at wealthcreatorradio.com. We'll be right back on Wealth Creator Radio. Do you find yourself thinking about your nest egg a lot? You know exactly how much you've saved, but is it all yours? Taxes may be your biggest retirement risk. Eric Heckman at Heckman Financial and Insurance Services is hosting a special tax-savvy webinar. During this webinar, Eric will discuss how recent legislation could affect your 401k or IRA. If a Roth is right for you and other tax strategies designed to benefit you, not the IRS. Learn how to get your retirement plan aligned with today's tax and market realities. Reserve your spot today for this exclusive webinar. Reservations are required, so RSVP today at WealthCreatorWebinar.com. That's WealthCreatorWebinar.com. Don't pay more in taxes than you have to. WealthCreatorWebinar.com. Heckman Financial and Insurance Services may not give tax advice. Investment advisory services offered through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hi, we're so glad to have you with us today. This is Wealth Creator Radio with Eric Heckman. And Eric is a well-known author and speaker, and he can provide you with guidance to get you to and through retirement with Worry Less Wealth. Wouldn't you like to worry less about your retirement? So Eric, on our show, you often give us some challenges and risks that exist in retirement. You tell us that every week, actually. But I want you to give us an example of someone who has experienced, uh, let's say, one of those retirement obstacles. Why don't you give us a financial fail today? Well, I mean, this one's a little bit more general, but um, yeah, I was just meeting with somebody who's new, uh, actually a radio listener, and you know, he was really focused on, okay, I'm you know worried about taxes with the Biden tax law. You know, what what's going to happen, and and you know, how are things going to go you know forward, and you know, taxes keep going up, so. You know, he's really obsessed with trying to make sure he gets more and more converted to Roth, which, you know, it's a good conversation to have, right? I mean, definitely the more money you can have that's tax-free for the rest of your lifetime, that's great. But the really silly part was he never started a Roth contributory one. So there's two types of Roth. There's one where you're converting your money that you had done pre-tax and switching over to paying the taxes now, all all now, all the taxes, which is painful, right? And then that money would be tax-free for the rest of your life. But he was skipping over the simplest, simplest thing. I mean, he had uh, a you know stock portfolio and a bunch of cash in the bank, so it wasn't like he didn't have any regular dollars uh, sitting there. He did. 
but he had not been putting the money into a Roth. And him and his wife, uh, you know, their income was low enough. So, you know, it's uh, right, roughly right under 198 or so K if, you know, for married couples that you can put fund a Roth, then, you know, he could be putting in 7,000 for him and his wife. And by the way, if you're doing it between January and April 15th, you can actually do it for the previous year. So he could actually do $28,000 into a Roth at the time we were talking. And, you know, he's all trying to figure out how to, you know, convert all his money and pay a ton of tax. And he's overlooking the super simple thing of, hey, well, you know, why haven't you just been doing this? And, you know, of course, I had to ask him, well, who does your tax advice, uh, TurboTax? Hmm. Okay. Yeah. The computer program. I mean, I know they have those cutesy ads, but get what you pay for. And if you don't pay much, you're probably getting that. <laughs> and so, robot. yeah, if you have money in a taxable account and you can say, oh, I'm going to move it from here to here and now it'll be tax-free for my, the rest of my life versus being taxable for the rest of my life. Why would you not do that? That's one of the things that we can do here. We can create that blueprint to worry less wealth where we give you that income, investment, taxes, healthcare legacy plan and give us a call 800-454-1184 again 800-454-1184 or go online and request an appointment directly at wealthcreatorradio.com when it comes to your retirement your money matters text checklist today to 800-454-1184 that's checklist to 800-454-1184 Information provided during Wealth Creator Radio is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. Eric Heckman offers investment advisory services through Heckman Financial and Insurance Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Any tax advice given as part of this presentation is not intended to be used and cannot be used by the taxpayer for the purpose of avoiding tax penalties or promoting, marketing, or recommending to another party any matter or transaction addressed herein. The views and opinions expressed in the program are not necessarily those of the radio station or its sponsors, and they should not construe as legal, tax, or investment advice. You should always consult the appropriate advisor before making any financial decision.